What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Breakfast in Barbells. Really excited to bring this episode to you guys. Um, so it is currently um, almost 7 p.m. on a Friday night. Um, I am just sitting in my quote-unquote office or the spare bedroom that we turned into basically my office. And today, something has just been really on my mind, really today in the past couple of days. And that is, uh, I was listening to a podcast earlier this week, um, the Iron Culture Podcast. If you do not follow that podcast, highly, highly recommend Omar Isaf and Eric Helms. Um, they do an amazing job with that podcast. Uh, but they did a podcast uh, earlier this week about the importance of um, trying harder, or actually, word it this way, how just telling somebody to try harder at something isn't necessarily useful information. Um, because, you know, if you are trying harder at something that doesn't work, then that will likely just lead you into the wrong direction. Um, but this podcast isn't going to be necessarily about if you should just just try harder, right? Um, this podcast was a, is going to be about um, something that they mentioned in theirs. And they really touched on how important your environment is. Um, when it comes to reaching any type of fitness goal, whether it is, you know, you want to lose 20 pounds or you want to um, build, build muscle, you want to get stronger in the gym, just how important your environment is um, in your outcome. And people like to think that, um, you know, what they've achieved all comes down to willpower or uh, motivation or determination and everything, which those things do play a role. But a big part of what you end up achieving has to do with your environment. Now, we do have the power to change our environment. And I wanted to touch on something that I feel like really played a big role with myself in getting to where I am today with my fitness, right? Like, if you guys don't know my story, I grew up in a pretty unhealthy home, didn't really develop good eating habits. Um, I, I did enjoy lifting growing up in high school, but I my nutrition was just crap. And I um, gained a bunch of weight first year of college, um, and then probably like halfway through my freshman year of college, I decided enough was enough. I wasn't, you know, living out to be the person that I wanted to be, made a bunch of changes, um, lost a bunch of weight, and then started learning a lot more about just strength training, nutrition, building muscle, losing fat, um, and all this kind of stuff. And now I'm here today. So, but this podcast isn't really, it's not supposed to be about that big spiel. Um, but I think one of the biggest things that helped me, right? Cause I was, I was overweight. I was out of shape. I, I didn't really know what I was doing in the gym. I didn't know what I was doing with my nutrition to where I am now as a registered dietitian and online fitness coach. Um, I, I like to think of myself as decent, decently strong. I have a long way to go, obviously, but, um, I, I like to think I've come a long way. And I, um, like I said, I'm an online fitness coach. I help, um, people achieve their own fitness goals. Um, whether it is lose weight, lose body fat and build muscle. So I've come a long way from where I was. And I've been thinking, you know, this podcast got me to brainstorming on like, what do I feel like was the biggest factor with me achieving my goal? Obviously having some really important why, some important reason why you want to achieve something is, you know, obviously extremely crucial. If you don't have a reason why you want to do something, then you'll end up just giving up. Um, so that, that was extremely important. Um, discipline, motivation, those types of things um, were extremely important too. But I think one of the biggest things that really helped me is really just 
throwing myself into this kind of quote unquote fitness lifestyle, fitness industry, what you would call it, and just being surrounded by it all the time. Um, and this didn't always mean physically being surrounded by it. Um, you know, some, some of you guys, you might have um, loved ones who or significant others or family members that you're around a lot and they have no interest in this lifestyle at all. They don't want to go to the gym all the time. They don't care about their nutrition. They, they, they're just like, their, their desires are just way different than yours, right? We all have, um, you know, friends, family and things like that. Um, so you don't necessarily always have to be surrounded by it like in person. Um, but with the age of social media, with the internet, um, with things like YouTube and being online, we have the privilege of really altering at least our online environment to be surrounded by these types of um, influences that will positively um, impact us. Uh, so when I think about something that I did when I was first starting out, I, I didn't know um, very much and I wanted to learn. So one thing that I did was I went on YouTube and I started finding all of these fitness um, YouTube people. And that was back in like 2013, 2014, um, probably like 2014, 2015. And that was like the golden age of YouTube fitness, right? There was Christian Guzman, there was Omar Isof, there was um, the online coach, um, there was, uh, geez, who else? Matt Ogus, um, there were Max Tuning, um, tons of people. So I went and I followed all of those, subscribed to all of their YouTube channels and everything. And I would watch their videos all the time. You can even ask my wife. Um, I would, that's what I would do. Like I wouldn't even watch TV and I still really don't watch that much TV. There are a few shows here and there that I do watch. Um, by the way, if you guys like law and order shows, you have to tune into organized crime. That, that show has been amazing so far, but anyways, um, you know, I spent all of my free time watching those videos and I would watch, I would watch their educational content. I would watch just their vlogs of them just going to the gym, tracking their macros, um, tracking their food, throwing out some nutrition tips here and there. And I initially, when I look, looked back on that, I thought that the reason why that was so helpful was because I learned a lot through it. Like there was a lot of information, like I said, being thrown out in those videos. Some of it, maybe not, you know, I've learned today might not be 100% accurate. Um, but a lot of it was pretty spot on for, you know, how, where we were six years ago. Um, and I, I thought edu the education behind all of those YouTube videos and things, um, was a big part of it. And now that I look back and think about it and listening to this podcast, um, by Eric Helms and Omar, Omar Isaf, um, that really made, um, or brought some clarity in my head as to why that helped me out so much. And I think one of the biggest contributors to why I was so successful, oh Jesus, uh, successful is that I was watching those videos all the time, constantly. Like I would watch them probably a couple hours a day, um, just like, t so just like somebody would watch, you know, a couple hours of TV a day possibly. And that not only, you know, gave me some education, gave me some insight, gave me some information that I could apply to myself, but it also was a way of me kind of inserting myself into this fitness industry environment. I was constantly, every single day, I was watching somebody go to the gym, um, have a good workout, watching these uh, lifting montages, which, yeah, cool. They were motivating. Uh, they got me pumped up and everything. But 
just seeing somebody else doing what you want to be doing or doing what you're striving to be doing, seeing somebody else um, making these maybe somewhat, you know, tough choices like waking up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym when they're tired or um, choosing, you know, a healthier alternative when they could just have um, the alternative that has maybe way more calories and doesn't really fit their goals at the time. Um, seeing people do it that day in and day out. And um, it it's almost like you're, living with that person or you're that person is a friend of yours that you see all the time you see them every day making these choices it's almost the same as if you were to go in the gym and kind of befriend somebody who's in the gym who's like really experienced more experienced than you doing all these things and you know spending a couple hours with them every single day and when you when you do that you get influenced by their behaviors and what they're doing and then it puts um it makes you naturally want to do the things that they're doing. Um, but then it also just puts that thought in your head every single day. So you have more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You have more intention behind your day or intent to where that's something that you think about. It's easy. Like if, if I w wouldn't have watched those YouTube videos every single day and I was just trying to go at this fitness thing on my own completely, uh, there would be days where maybe I wouldn't think about, okay, maybe having, you know, some healthy smoothie with protein, uh, mixed in with it for breakfast. There'd be days where I wouldn't think about having a vegetable for part of my meal, or there'd be days where I wouldn't think about having a fruit for breakfast. But when I'm watching these videos every single day and I see these other people doing these things every single day, it just reminds me that that is something that I want to do. It reminds me that it is something to do because when we go through life, especially when we're trying to make a change, that's not part of what our normal behaviors are. It's really easy to fall into what I call quote unquote autopilot, especially when you're busy and autopilot is basically where you are so busy that you try to think less about these minuscule things like, okay, what am I having for breakfast? What am I having for a snack? And you end up just rushing through your day, grabbing the most convenient thing and not really being intentional about your choices. But when you are constantly kind of reminding yourself, whether it's a poster that's hanging on your wall of, you know, the, I think everyone's seen that uh, poster of Arnold Schwarzenegger um, hanging on your wall, or maybe it's, um, Maybe it's like a sticky note that you put on your mirror that reminds you to go to the gym or reminds you of your goal or something. Or it's you hopping on YouTube, seeing your subscription um, box kind of pop up with a notification saying this fitness person uploaded a YouTube video. And then that makes you, even if you don't even watch that YouTube video, just seeing that notification pop up, it puts kind of your fitness and your exercise and your nutrition in the forefront of your head. Um, so you can do that with YouTube. Um, another thing that I did was I, I followed most of these people then on Instagram then, then as well. And there is a slippery slope to where you can get to this, where if you end up following the wrong people and they're putting out the wrong type of advice or the wrong type of message, um, you, you want to be careful with who you do follow. But when you find the good ones, the good accounts, um, and the good people that, um, like I said, are you kind of doing the right things, preaching the right message, um, and are kind of where you want to be, surround yourself as much as you can with those types of people, whether it be in person, if you can, like if there's somebody at the gym that you know, you know, try to befriend them. Um, and that will help out a lot. But then if you can't, you know, find these people in person, finding them online and just tuning into what they're doing. Um, even if you can't take in all the information at once, just watching that video or seeing that post or whatever it is, 
um, every single day. It helps to remind you uh, that, that you have a goal that's related to that and keeps you going. So um, a little bit of a shorter episode, but I just wanted to really uh, touch on something that I feel like really helped me. Um, and that is, you know, I consider that my environment. I changed my environment. I, um, you know, watching these YouTube videos didn't do anything spectacular for my results. Um, all it did was it just reinforced that like, okay, I'm a, I'm a fitness person or I'm a person who watches a lot of fitness content, which then me identifying as somebody who watches a lot of fitness content and as a fitness person, it makes me choose behaviors or habits that fall in line with what a fitness person would choose. Um, and the longer you kind of make choices that a quote unquote fitness person would choose, um, the more progress you're going to see and the more consistent you're probably going to be. And then once you know, that characteristic being a quote unquote fitness person or whatever you want to describe it as once that becomes part of your identity, all of your behaviors, behaviors, um, start to kind of align with that naturally. And it makes a huge difference. Um, because if you're constantly trying to choose behaviors that go against what you identify as, uh, that takes a lot of discipline and a lot of, um, willpower and willpower and discipline are something that, um, is not infinite. It's finite. We don't have an unlimited amount of it. So we want to have to use it sparingly only when we absolutely need to use it. And if we can get our identity aligned with these things, um, then those behaviors will become a little bit more natural. So hopefully this was helpful and hopefully this was insightful for you. Let me know if you have any questions. Um, and uh, send me a DM. If you're interested in coaching, um, fill out the application in the link in the description box. Um, join my free Facebook group. If you haven't already, that is in the description as well. And uh, that's about it. And I will talk to you later.